1: Today's Cardinals report is brought to you by Renner Garage Door, R-E-N-N-E-R, forward and back, family owned and top rated Renner Door, STL.com. It is time to check in with Jupiter, Florida and what is happening there, the Quiver River Electric guest line is open our friend matt Pauley is on it and he is in florida now what's up matt not much how are you guys hey we're doing great getting ready for some uh some baseball this weekend um i know there are games that are that are happening here on kmox let's uh just generally what as you've seen about the first week of play mm-hmm. first week of grapefruit league play anything stand out to you
2: not too much I mean everybody's staying healthy for the most part that's good Matt carpenters back in the lineup today good to uh good to see that he had been uh, a little bit banged up anybody who has you know the the slightest uh anything they're gonna be very careful with at this point in in spring training so more than anything, I mean, Oliver Marmel has just, when when asked all week long, what do you want to see from this guy? What do you want to see from that guy? It's, I just want to see him. So that, that's kind of, we're still at the, I just want to see him point of spring training. At some point, the results will start mattering, but I don't think we're quite to that point yet.
1: A couple of bits of news um, from Jupiter this week. First of all, Brandon Crawford has officially joined the team and with him being a part of the club on a one-year contract, what has been, what's it been like for him and what's the reaction been in the first couple of days here?
2: Yeah, reaction's been good. We talked to him on the day that he was signed. They did an introductory press conference uh, with him, and he seems very excited to be here. Everybody who will tell you will tell you he's coming in to be the backup shortstop and nothing more than that. His job is to uh, be the backup to Mason Wynn, to play maybe a day or two a week, maybe be a bat off the bench, but he's not going to play other positions if all goes according to plan. He's not going to be taking any playing time away from Wynn. He makes the roster work a little bit more. Tommy Edmond doesn't have to start worrying about coming in from center field to play shortstop a day or two. If Tommy Edmond's not healthy by the time the season gets started, they've got a plan at shortstop behind Mason Wynn. So assuming he's able to perform and he struggled last season, uh, but assuming he gets back to who he was a couple of seasons ago and beyond that, uh, he's a good addition to this team.
3: How often do you see him playing? I know the Cardinals won a regular nine, but is it once a week, twice a week would be ideal? Yeah,
2: probably twice a week on getaway days, final games of the series, things like that, especially weeks where there's not a lot of off days. Uh, he's going to be a guy who's going to be a bat off the bench. If you got to, you know, move some guys around towards the end of the game to to get the uh, at bat that you want, he can come in and play shortstop, and you're not going to lose a whole lot defensively. So, yeah, the, two starts a week is the max, assuming that you're getting what you expect to get out of Mason Wynn.
1: What do you think about veteran clubhouse presence? I know there was some talk during the offseason that. You know, maybe the team was a little bit young, or the, you, you heard some players uh, discuss the fact that the, uh, maybe the younger guys controlled the locker room a little bit. I, I'm not exactly sure what the dynamic is or how much it it makes a difference. But what are your thoughts on another veteran coming into the clubhouse? And, yeah, and yeah.
2: I'm kind of sick of the conversation. Look, I, I'm as guilty as anybody of having the conversation, but it's a uh, it, it's. They've got a lot of veteran guys in the room now. They they've brought in a bunch, and I don't think they needed to add a Brandon Crawford uh, for them to to have a good group in the clubhouse. The the clubhouse was fine with the addition of a Sunny Gray and a Lance Lynn and um, a, a Kyle Gibson and a Matt Carpenter. But is there an impact? Can can Mason win be impacted? You know, from a positive standpoint, because you got a veteran guy like Brandon Crawford who plays the same position. Yeah, 100 percent, absolutely.
3: Well, that was one of my questions um, a couple of days ago because of the Brandon Crawford. People have talked about veteran guys like that, like Lance Lynn on the pitching staff, that they sometimes their contribution to the team is more off the field than on the field. And how many guys can you have who are contributing more off the field than on the field before you start to say, hey— I think the balance is off here. Maybe, maybe we need to start signing guys who are going to contribute more on the field. Yeah,
2: I, I, I understand what you're saying, Amy, but they're expected to perform on the field. That's you're you're not if 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 there's zero expectations of what they're going to do on the field, they can be hired as a coach. Um, and, and there's a difference between being a coach and being a player. That's maybe a little bit too simplistic on my part. But Matt Carpenter can't go hit 150 this year yeah you know, he, he's got to produce more than that uh, same thing with with a Brandon Crawford so it's it makes for a good storyline that these guys are being brought in to help the clubhouse and they're going to impact things more off the field than on the field I'm of the belief that if you're on a 26 man roster you've got to be contributing on the field
1: All right, let's talk about Sonny Gray, who is going to be the opening day starter for the Cardinals. That was officially announced, and obviously the rotation has worked out that way. So we we had the idea it was going to happen before it was said officially. I don't think there was any debate that that Gray, he's the number one in this rotation. Um, As number ones go, how good do you believe he is up against the rest of the National League?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Uh, he's right there. He's fine. I mean, he was second in the American League Cy Young Award voting last year. That's he, He's a top 10 pitcher in all of baseball. So I'm not I'm not worried about the Cardinals and Sonny Gray matching up with other top pitchers across baseball. What I'm worried about is numbers two through five matching up with the, the other two, two through five. So, yes, is Sonny Gray the best pitcher in baseball? No, but he's a top 10 guy. He's a guy that there's most teams in baseball. If they have Sonny Gray, he's their number one starter.
1: Uh, there's another question about the rotation. There was, uh, in the Athletic yesterday, uh, Jim Bowden mentioned he was talking about a bunch of different things. You know, he has like his, I don't know what the column is called or the piece is called, but it's different uh, items about different teams in baseball. And he had this, it was a mailbag, that's what it was, and a question about Jordan Montgomery coming back to the Cardinals potentially. And at the very end, he said, basically that he's hearing that Montgomery is not interested in coming back to St. Louis. What do you know about that? And if that's true, why do you think that would be?
2: I don't know a lot about it. Um, Now, I was talking about this with Klabes earlier today, and he made a fantastic point that the team that Jordan Montgomery left is not the team that's here right now. It wasn't a great environment last year. So if that's his only feeling for it, you can understand him not wanting to go back into that. I think that at the end of the day, money trumps everything. If the Cardinals sit there and say, you know what? We want Jordan Montgomery and we're going to pay him what he wants. Well, he's going to sign with the Cardinals no matter what. But is he a guy who's going to give some sort of discount to come back to St. Louis or something like that? I I, I don't think so. Uh, It just, it never, it never felt like he absolutely loved being in St. Louis and being a Cardinal. But there's there's a lot of guys who don't absolutely love wherever they play. Like when that comes out of my mouth, It sounds like it's a negative thing. It's not really a negative thing. So I I don't know. I I saw the same thing. It kind of blew up a little bit on, on social media. It didn't shock me that that belief is out there. But I do think that at the end of the day, if they offer him more money than anybody else offers him, he's coming back to St. Louis.
1: Could be telling, though, that if it is, in fact, a situation where the roster just isn't quite as good, in his opinion... I mean, that could be telling and they could outperform what people believe them to be, but um, you know, it's certainly something to, to keep an eye on and it is interesting. Uh, last thing that I have for you, Tommy Edmond is still slowly progressing uh, coming back. When do we think he's actually going to be available to participate in real games for them?
2: Uh, that's that's the million dollar question out here. I don't know. Uh, they, he's still over a week away from even being reevaluated. Uh, He's doing some work every day, and Oliver Marmel says some days he feels great, and some days the wrist starts hurting again. So that's that's not great because he's got to be able to uh, go do work on an everyday basis and not have wrist pain. Honestly, I kind of feel like we're trending in the direction of him not being available for opening day. The Cardinals haven't said that. I know the Cardinals still have a belief that, Uh, He can be available for opening day. So this is very much me talking, but just I I think we're trending in the direction of him not being available for opening day.
1: Anything cool happening in Jupiter, Florida today?
2: I mean, there's this is a cool place. There's always there's always fun stuff going on. Yeah. But I don't I've been out to dinner one time since being here. I have yet to see the beach. So I'm the wrong guy. You you talk to Klaibs tomorrow. Is that right? Or when when you talk to him?
1: Every Friday. Yeah. Yeah, he'll
2: tell you the cool stuff that's going on. I'm I'm the wrong guy.
3: Did you get a new pair of New Balance sneakers?
2: I still have the ones from uh, from last year that I bought after my previous ones got stolen, mm. and uh, I've gone nowhere near the beach, so I don't have to worry about a uh, repeat of uh, last year's theft by the good people at Marriott.
3: Would it be a great?
2: Wait, are you accusing <laughs> the workers there?
3: Oh, they admitted
2: it. Oh, they did. Wait, what? Yeah, the worker at Marriott last year is like, yeah, I picked up your shoes. And then I was like, can I get them back? And he's like, I don't know where they are now. Yeah. Wait, wait, and wait, then wait, when wait, I wait. went like to his manager and told him, like, can you guys like take care of this? And they're like, oh, we don't know if that's actually true. I'm like, your guy told me that he took my shoes. Wait, did he t- he take them thinking you were gone? He took them thinking that I was a guest at the hotel, so he was going to bring them in and like put them in the lost and found, but whatever happened between him picking them up and wherever their final resting place was is completely unknown.
3: Because you were not a guest at the hotel,
2: no. But I left them in a very public area. I did not leave them in the Marriott area. I left them in a public mm. area, and and Mr. Marriott decided he was going to oh. get a little overzealous in cleaning up the beach. Matt, what
1: are you? What are you doing? Uh, trying to take advantage of the facilities of a hotel you're not staying yeah. Who do you think Gosh. you are? Yes. I know. Answer, answer the question, yeah. Matt. Taking the fifth. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well.
2: The, the the management at that Marriott property were not yeah. like they they basically called me a liar and they're like we don't well, know that our employees. Did you get well,
3: into it with the Marriott management?
2: Uh, I I felt myself going in that direction, wow. and I just stopped and walked out.
1: I feel like Matt takes a lot of liberties. With what's
3: interesting is he's a nice guy. He and he's is pretty unassuming, and yet, and yet, his conflict aversion skills are severely lacking. Because somehow, this guy is in a lot of conflict.
2: It would be like me coming into one of your desks, taking something of yours, just getting rid of it, telling you that, "Yep, I got rid of it." And then there being no ramifications over no, for him.
1: No, that would no. be like you coming to one of our desks, taking your shoes off, leaving them there, mm-hmm. and then me coming up and saying, what are these, these shoes, shoes doing here? These, yeah. yeah, I'll take them to the front, and then something happens to them from there? That's what it's like.
2: No, no, oh, okay. you've
1: got that wrong. Okay. You got any broadcasts coming up for yourself?
2: Uh, tomorrow, uh, Claves and I are back on the stream. Today, uh, John Rooney and Ricky Horton are doing the uh, the game uh, that can also be uh, picked up uh, via the stream and some Cardinal Radio Network stations. So, yeah, we're doing we're doing stuff every day.
1: Awesome, man. Enjoy it. We'll talk soon. All right, sounds great. Matt Pauley checking in from Florida. Cardinals in the middle of spring training, getting ready for the 2024 season, and we are getting ready for Opening Day. We are April fourth, the home opener. Guess what's happening?
3: Kegs and eggs.
1: Kegs and eggs. And baby. you
3: need a, to get your tickets because it sells out.
1: Yeah. Isn't today the last day where they're a little uh, cheaper or something? There's a pre sale going on. I'm not now. sure, but really, Keg-
3: you can't put a price on meeting us.
1: And fun and, and fun food.
3: At Kegs and Eggs. Beer. Um, Cardinals Greats.
1: Cardinals Greats show up. Last mm-hmm. year, Ozzie Smith rolled in. Mm-hmm. It was great.
3: The DeWitts usually swing by.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, but, but, you know, we, we'll talk to Rooney and Ricky, probably. They always stop by. Man, it's a it's a really good time. Kegs and Eggs, annual tradition with KMOX. It's on 7th between Market and Walnut, so it's right across the street from Ballpark Village. And it's happening April 4th from 10 until 2. There are differ, different packages that you could choose from, different tickets, VIP tickets, regular tickets, whatever you want, but you better get on it because it will sell out. So Kegs and Eggs, KMOX.com slash events.